Happy Topo Chico when Thursday. I almost said Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Topo Chico Wednesday. What's what's Thursday. in that Topo Chico? Did, hold that bottle Chris, back up. Did you did you literally go out and say, "Hey, can I find the biggest ridiculously large bottle of Topo Chico that I can send?" I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight real with you. I went to get one. No, oh, actually, I was already at the grocery store. And then I we were we used to get our Pellegrino, so it's getting our normal Pellegrino. And then I went to get this one, and they only had this giant bottle. This I'm being <laughs> real. I'm like, gonna go have to get like the economy Sam's Club sized Topo Chico that just comes in like a big vat. Like I'm just gonna have it like, sitting right here. Yeah, I'm gonna have it sitting right here, like a like a water uh, like a water jug for your um, office. I'm just gonna have one right here. Like uh, what in the office? You know, in the, where uh, Michael's going up. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we are back. It's Thursday, which seems like mm -hmm. it's just not Wednesday. It, not Wednesday. Not Topo Chico Wednesday because that doesn't make sense. But Topo Chico. Thursday. Okay, I think we lost Zach. So I'll just continue. Uh, it is uh, Thursday. Uh, you can join us live here every. Uh, I'm on which screen am I on? Okay, now I'm full screen. Uh, you can join us um, every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we are live here on the Winject Studios channel and we talk about marketing. And Zach's back. I did, You know what? It was the Pelo Chico. That threw it all off. See if I had Pellegrino. We wouldn't be in this situation. I don't know what just happened there. Um, anyways, yeah. I'm back. Uh, yes. Yeah, we are back. Uh, thank you guys for joining us um, today as we go over email automation. I don't know if you said that already or not, Jason, but we are excited to be here. Uh, if you have any questions week, about... Last week, we talked about email in general, right? Yeah. And this week is about automation specifically. Right. Uh, so if you have questions, put them in there today, submit them. We want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. If you don't see this till after afterwards, post your uh, questions there. We do uh, see those and we will respond to them. I do, Jason, you mentioned it last week about doing maybe like a live Q&A uh, and yeah. just have people people uh, ask questions and submit questions and we, we go that direction. I would really like to do that. Um, yeah. That seems like a lot of fun to me. And then if you're um, if you're watching now, if you're watching now, uh, you, there's several ways to message us. You can text 843-396-2104. That messages the community. You get involved with uh, updates on what's going on uh, within the Winject Studios community. Uh, you can also chat directly here. So however you're watching it, whether it's Facebook or uh, YouTube, and I think maybe LinkedIn, wherever you're watching this live stream, uh, you can message us directly there, and you can engage with the show. And you can see that. You can also message us directly at Jason Marlowe, um, at Zach Tatum on whatever platform you're on. So, right. But yeah, so lots of ways to message us. And yes, we did have a great time last week. I, I really enjoyed doing like the live feedback. Um, uh, Paul Simic was one of the listeners. He joined. He asked yeah. a lot of questions, and I loved it um, because I like Zach and I love helping people, right? Uh, it's one of the reasons why we do this. Um, the community is why we have our business. We love consulting. Uh, we love uh, explaining to people how things work, and we love then making it work. So last week, we essentially 
did a live show with Paul, who's runs a t-shirt business and he wanted feedback on his email stuff. And we just kind of yep. walked him through several campaigns to get started. So today we're specifically talking about the automation piece of it, which is kind of like next level when it comes to email. Exactly. Yeah. We, um, we, we feel very strongly in automation. I think we, we all, we live in a world nowadays where we're just, so busy. I mean, especially if you're a, a business owner, if you're a podcaster who has a full-time job and also does does uh, a side hustle on the side, we're just busy. So we always find ways, Jason and I always try to find ways to automate as much as we can. Uh, I suggest that everybody does that. I mean, you can, so, you can automate your social media accounts, your social media posts. You can I think Zach tried to bail out us again. Uh, so when Zach comes back, uh, if you're watching the show, I want you to message in and uh, give him an, give him a suggestion on a local place where he can find that has better internet than what he has. Uh, all kidding aside, I Shut think up. he's going to be back. There he is. There he's back. He's back. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. It's it's happening today. <laughs> it may happen a couple times today. Uh, we do have some technical difficulties on my end, apparently. Um <laughs> Anyways, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's here go we ahead. Are. Let's dive into it. You got some stats. I right? want to start. I want to start with some stats because I love stats. I think it drives a point home. I think it uh, is super, super uh, exciting to see some numbers that that can uh, drive the point home. So here's what was very surprising to me: that only 51 percent of companies are using email automation to save time and money. It's only 51%. So it's 49% of people who are who have a business, who are running a business, who aren't using email automation in any form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, automated emails get click rates 119% higher than broadcast email. So like an email mm-hmm. that you just kind of send out. And sending an automated welcome email series instead of just a single welcome email. So having an actual series like we talked about last week, and we'll go through some right. of that today having an actual series of them instead of just one email can increase your revenue by 13%. That's a big deal. 13% in the grand scheme of it is a lot. Um, And then also an automated birthday email offers, uh, automated email um, birthday offers can boost uh, conversion rates by 60% over non-timed emails. So sending out just a simple um, birthday email offer can boost your conversion rates by 60% and wow. all of that can be automated. Are That's you specifically offering, are you offering something in the birthday email or are you just saying happy birthday? Yeah, you want, you, well, you want to, um, you, you want to have some sort of offer. I mean, I get them like, I mean, every time on my birthday, my inbox gets flooded with offers uh, that I do. I mean, I click on them. Um, and I have made purchases. Usually if it's food related, it's usually the easiest ones to do that with. But there are some that I get from um, when I bought my Hydro Flask. I get them. I got some on my birthday when I bought. Uh, Fruit Flex. Uh, okay. I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. And Endar. I think it's Endar um, uh, leather. I think they, they sell like the the wallets and the, the leather cases for your phone. Um, I bought that and uh, every every birthday i get that as well so i get several those are just some to name, name a few um yeah uh but yeah i just 
I think that automation is just a crucial, crucial thing for businesses uh, to have and to run. Um, so, Jason, why don't you give us a uh, uh, a definition of what email automation is? Yeah. Uh, so I pulled in. I, I was looking at a bunch of definitions for the show um, because I thought, well, maybe my definition is not going to be comprehensive enough. But I have my definition that I'll give you in a second. And then I will give you guys the definition that um, uh, I I'm not sure what's going on. I think we're back live again. Um, hold on a second, guys. Did we lose everybody or just me? I was off as well. So I don't. So hey, it's not I, just me today. Yeah, it's not just you. I think there might be an issue with the streaming service that we're using. I think that's what we're. Okay, yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out what's going on. So sorry, guys. Um, what I was gonna say is I have a I have a definition of of automation that I'll go through. I think it's very basic and to the point, but I think MailChimp has probably one of the most comprehensive ones. Um, it, MailChimp says, email automation is a way to create emails that reach the right people with the right message at the right moment without doing the work every time, sending automated messages and leveraging a marketing automation tool. So it's a really long way to say my definition, which is finding ways to remove the manual human element from email communication. So finding ways to be able to remove you manually having to email uh, your customers, right? And, um, you know, whether that is, whether that's through, you know, your email provider like MailChimp or whether you're doing it through your CRM, uh, whatever tool that is, whether it's Zoho or HubSpot or Salesforce, um, or even using uh, some plugin tools for like your Gmail that can help you uh, automate and things like that. And we, we can talk about that later, but whatever you're using, it's just finding ways to take a little bit of the load off of yourself and your team. Right. Uh, so I think we had some comments come in during that, during that weird point. Um, let's see here. Oh, Paul who, who joined us last week says the, the companies are the only ones who remember my birthday. Um, okay, so that's kind of sad. <laughs> hey, and they're not, Paul, Paul, they're not even remembering your birthday. Spoiler alert. Paul, 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 I'm actually just, can I just, I'm going to wish you a happy birthday. I know it's not your birthday right now, um, but I'm going to go ahead and wish you a happy birthday now. So when it is your actual birthday, you can use this as a, I'm wishing you a happy birthday. So happy birthday, Paul. Right. What was uh, that one from Chris? Chris? Hey. Yeah. He says, gift card for food is always a great touch or coffee. You can buy a sponsor card and some places will do a trade off uh, money off each month. Yeah. So offering a little special offer is a great way to uh, start automation. Um, oh, Paul just says, thank you. I feel loved. You're well, welcome, Paul. Yeah, that's You're why welcome. we're here, Paul. Uh, and this Paul, is, maybe this we is can why we, work on some automations is, today for you. Yeah, this is why we do this, Paul. We do this for you, man. <laughs> Yeah, this is okay. So this is Thursday's live with Jason and Zach featuring Paul. <laughs> uh, only Paul. <laughs> yeah, um, only Paul. Yeah, Paul right. gets to ask all the questions. Uh, and of but yeah, course, Chris. So, yeah, and, and yeah, of course, Chris. Um, but the whole big point is finding ways to remove that manual human element from your email communications. So 
the next thing, the next logical question you probably have is, but why? Like, okay, yeah, of course I want to have less, I want to have less on me, but like, what are the other benefits other than just probably an increase in time, right? Um, so one of the big things is personalization. Uh, automation allows you to um, increase your personalization. And I know it's kind of like a funny thought, like, okay, a computer will now be taking over these automated processes that I'm sending out. So it's more like impersonal personalization, but um, it allows you to hit triggers and time-based things that either you normally wouldn't do or normally would just be on somebody to have to manually do. So I used to work at a company years ago and when uh, customers um, uh, like, their program renewal was coming up or if their birthday was coming up or these any other touch points were coming up during the year, somebody would have to manually pull open an email template. They would type it out yep. and they would send them an email. And then like an hour or two later, they pick up the phone and they call them and they do like X, Y, and Z. And, um, you know, a lot of that can be cut out. And we started to do that at the time we were like, okay, well, there's no reason to have to manually send this email. And so, we had it triggered to where it would send the email out and then it would email the the account rep that the email has been sent. And so like, okay, cool. The email has been sent. Now I can make my phone call. And that takes a chunk of time out of the day where that person can be freed up to do something else. And so it allows a personal touch um, that can just be automated. So whether it's, uh, you know, um, uh, birthdays, like we were saying, uh, or policy and like subscription renewals, um, or if it's uh, recommended suggestions, maybe you have several product lines. Um, and you know, if some person's been with product line A for a while and you want to offer product line B, you do a database query and you figure out who those people are and then you load them in to your automation um, system and you and you start sending it out. So it allows for you to have a nice personal touch point. Uh, whether it's based on purchases and member tiers, location, behavior, X, Y, Z, it allows to that to be automated. So you're not having to constantly think about, oh, okay, I need to send this to my customer. Right. Well, and the bottom line too, is it, I mean, we just saw that where even just a birthday offer increases uh, conversion rates by 60%. So the personalization, the personal touch that you can offer as many ways as you can to interact with your, your customer base um, is going to generate a different feel than most companies. Um, mm. I like I like that sort of touch. I think that that's nice. I mean, some people can find that annoying to on your birthday have like a million emails saying "Happy birthday, Happy mm. birthday." But who doesn't want to be like wished happy? I mean, Paul. You know what? Paul wanted to be wished Happy birthday. And you mm. know what? I'm gonna say it now. If anybody wants a birthday shout out. If it's your birthday next Thursday, or if you know someone that's going to be their birthday next Thursday, we'll give them a shout out. We don't mind. We'd love or to Or if do you that. just really we'll like your birthday and you want to hear it. We'll or yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a, a skit I saw one time that was about, uh, said something about uh, terrible apps when the iPhone first came out. And it was, um, the app was, is it your birthday? And the guy was like, <laughs> here, here, let me just see if it's your birthday. He goes, I, I know it's not my birthday. It's, it's in March. To, it's May. And he's like, no, okay, let's just see. Let's just see how accurate the app is. And he was like, when is your birthday? He's like, March 4th. <laughs> and he's like, you're right. It is not your birthday. It works <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, Please tell me that somebody has also made that. Okay, I think, I don't know if we lost Zach or not. Um, 
And I, I apologize. I apologize again for whatever technical issues we have going. I think it's an actual streaming service right now. So um, the next piece that we want to talk about, um, about w the whole why aspect of it, is the lead nurturing aspect, right? Oh, where's Zach? Zach is back. Zach is Yeah, back. sorry about that, guys. Yeah, so let us go into lead nurturing. I, just, I heard some of that. I don't know what's going on. Um, we're having all kinds of issues here today. It's a game. I promise you this will not be the case. Put in the comments. Who's gonna, who do you think is going to drop next? Me or Zach? It'll probably it'll probably be me. Apparently, something's going on with my whole computer. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what does this say? Oh, happy divorce day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, it depends on if you're like a, a law firm that does like divorces. I guess you can offer. Like, oh, a that discount. would be that would be a killer campaign. That would be a killer campaign. Um. Anyway, but yeah, lead nurturing. I I know that you. I know we're talking earlier. You wanted to talk about that. Yeah, so just having a simple sales uh, – don't make it salesy. Like That's not what I want to say, but people want to uh, – will interact with you if you bring them value, if, if, you, if you're providing them value. So when I say lead nurturing, I'm not saying push a sell, push a sell, push a sell, push an offer, push an offer. Uh, what I'm saying is generate personalized stuff. So if you sell um, – Give me a product, Jason. What what's something you could sell? Um, Lacroix. Lacroix. Okay, so let's just no, that's a bad one. Uh, let's just say like you're a lawn service, right? Yeah. Uh, and and you are creating um, an email lead nurturing campaign for people who mm -hmm. sign up for something you you have given away free. Basically, you want to push them through a not a sales funnel. I don't want to use that word, um, but push them through an email series that kind of gives them value, more value. Maybe it's articles you, you've written. Maybe it's articles that somebody else has written that you, you follow. Um, yeah. What does that say? Maybe have them choose the gift option. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is, uh, that's, that yeah. kind of reminds me of uh, Michael Barber and the Bonobos experience where yeah. you get to, when you sign up for, you know, their, uh, for their service, you get to kind of pick, how you want your email experience to be. So uh, I definitely like that idea of like the user engagement um, and getting to actually select how that, how that automation is going to follow. Well, it's like so, yeah, something. Uh, so uh, that's something me and Jason, we were before email automation was really a big thing when me and Jason had uh, our business or well, we still do have a business, but when we were doing uh, this on the side, um, we were doing lead nurturing, but we were manually sending these emails out. And it was, I mean, I remember telling Jason, I was like, I'm exhausted just by sending these emails out. Yeah. But when I was able to formulate uh, an email campaign just to, to nurture some of the leads that I was, I've been working on, providing them some articles, providing them some uh, quick tips, maybe it's uh, an infographic, something to give them more value and say, listen, I was paying attention in our conversation and here's what I can offer you or whatever it looks like it basically by doing email automation, it puts time back in your, your, your uh, pocket to work on other things on your marketing. Um, it takes a little bit of time to kind of get this all set up. Um, but once you get it running, it just runs. Uh, we have a camp, uh, a client um, that we have right now that we've done some email uh, automation with it. And we are learning so much about, their customer base that he didn't know. Uh, he is learning what people are responding to, what people are opening up. Uh, what 
Okay, so if anybody had Zach on their list of who's going to drop next, you win um, 100 Winject points uh, to be distributed after the show. So just keep a tally, and you get those 100 Winject points. Uh, you'll get Lynn later. So you, whoever said me is winning um, dramatically. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and just mark me down for all of it. So apparently, I'm the only one being affected. I don't know what's going on today. Uh, I apologize. Um but yeah, I was just saying that it puts more time in your pocket. It takes some time to set it up, but once you set it up, it, it's going to roll. It's going to go really well. Um, and keep adding to it. I don't think just set it and forget it. Uh, go back and check to see uh, how things are doing. If some of them are producing really well, um, then you want to maybe replicate that and put some more in those into your series that you're working on. So um, before I get dropped again, I'm going to let Jason take over. <laughs> yeah <laughs> your next birthday chris is gonna gift you better internet service yeah you know chris i, I would think that it was i think we would think that it was just uh zach but because i dropped and i don't have any issues so i wasn't having issues funny. until we went live when we live <laughs> this is when i had issues uh anyway yeah so we uh, talked about we're talking about the whys the last big one i guess is um, it's, it's, it's the obvious it's putting time back in your universe because you're automating and just setting things, uh, to just kind of run. And, uh, because, uh, you have that free time now and because you are putting those systems in place to automate different functions, you're then able to have a scalable marketing plan. Right. So as before, yeah. if you're doing it old school, if you're that 49 percent that Zach was talking about earlier, that's not doing any kind of automation. Um, if you're part 40, of that 49 percent. Yeah, that's what I said. OK, yeah, sorry. So I thought that, 41. Yeah. So if you're part of that 49 percent um, who's just doing it old school, who's manually sending out email follow ups and birthday emails and uh, newsletter emails, whatever it is you're doing, um, if you're part of that percentage, um, you are not able to scale that other than adding more people, right? Um, you could, so I guess technically you could scale it, but okay, I'm having to hire several staff members in order to do that. So um, if you have automation in place and you have taken the time to set it up, it's removing that manual component and it allows you to actually have a scalable marketing plan. Oh, we just lost Zach. For everybody who said it was going to be Zach next again, that's 200 Winject community points uh, to be distributed after the show. Uh, and also includes a free uh, Topo Chico or LaCroix. Uh, it's uh, your choice. Um, and um, anyway, so we talked about the whys. Now let's talk about actual real applications. And if you're watching this live, feel free to ask any questions like, hey, how can I actually use this for my XYZ type of business? So uh, the first segment we can talk about in like a real world application is, uh, let's consider these like time-based things, like time-bound time triggers. And those are part of what we were talking about earlier before. So like birthday emails, uh, things like that. But you can also lump in uh, customer feedback. So say you want to have like every th six months an email that goes out for customers to ask them, you know, how, how they think you're doing. Um, I forget that's called a NTS. Uh, there, there's some name for that anyway. Um, but it's usually like a scale of one to 10. Like how's, how are we doing? If you want to have those go out, you know, like once a year, twice a year, whatever, 
that can be automated and that data can flow into somewhere else. Uh, if you have um, people who are scheduling time with you, maybe you're a consultant or if they're going to be maybe like a guest on your show, this would be really great for podcasters. If you've got a show coming up and you schedule guests, um, you can use the tools like Calendly that you're using already to schedule that stuff and to build an automation series that works back from there that automates maybe two or three emails that go out to that person and say, hey, mark your calendar. This is what's going to be on the show. Step two is like, hey, these are all the promo materials that you need to, to talk about the show. So download these templates, pop your stuff in here, and you can use this on your social media. So, Zach, I think you were going to say something now that you're back. Gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think any time base that you can do, do uh, this, this goes back to the conversation of personalization, having it being personalized. This is a great way to do that where you can automate it so much that like, I like the event based one because uh, we, we also have a client that, that we do that for as well. Mm -hmm. He puts on uh, live events, puts on webinars, puts on that sort of stuff, having automation in place yeah. so that uh, anybody that registers gets what they need. Um, and then they're pushed through uh, reminders. So they make sure that they're there for those events. So yeah, mm -hmm. I think, um, I think these are great time-based one is a really, really good one. I think the next one I, I would probably mention is trigger-based. So yeah, if they're... That's the big ones. Those, those are the big ones. Yeah, so time-based and trigger-based are, are really the some of the biggest ones that you know you hear of. That's the, when somebody signs up, they download, sign up to download something off your website, sign up for your newsletter. That's where that welcome series comes in, right? Um, it's triggering them. If they purchase something, maybe they get a, spe a special... They put into a special category where now they are uh, given specific offers related to that product, um, whatever it looks like. This is a really good way to what the welcome series I would consider as a lead nurturing campaign. Um, mm -hmm. So this is a, another way, even if somebody's already in your system, you can uh, trigger it to, with their tagged by a certain thing to now offer them certain uh, automations. Um, if you tag them for special um special events or special purchases that they've made. Now you can give them specific offers that are related to the things that they've purchased. Uh, so you can be simultaneously have five, six, seven, own up to as many as, as you want of automations that are running in the background. So that way it's doing the work for you. Um, so I think that that's a, that's a, a really strong one. Uh, yeah. Anything that you can do that's trigger based is a, is a big one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's there's tons of them. So it's in, and it works best. Trigger trigger based stuff works best when you have some type of CRM to to manage to manage the process, to be able to understand. Like Zach was saying, if you want to tag things, that's something that's typically going to happen in a CRM um, or even MailChimp. MailChimp allows for tagging. So any way, any way that you can have a trigger set up to where it looks at one point and goes, oh, this just happened. I'm going to do this. Um, and um, so it's, it's typically I'm thinking like when somebody gets added um, to something. So like somebody signs up for your course or signs up for a membership or buys a product or something like that. Those are big triggers that are uh, that are causing other things to flow down the line, whether it's an immediate thing or whether it's you, you tell the systems like, hey, when somebody signs up, boom, add this tag. And so that's your trigger. And then it's like, okay, wait six months 
and send out my customer feedback survey or um, wait six months and send out um, a coupon. Send out, say, call it, call it the six month, call it the six month super coupon or whatever. And it's like, hey, thanks so much. You've been with part of us for over half a year now. We're so excited and we wanted to show that we love you so much. So here's your coupon. Um, whatever it is, it's you just you have to think when you're trying to think about automations and how you can scale what your current efforts are beyond just you know some basic stuff. Uh, it's thinking about like what are those touch points that happen within the business that I can then use as a trigger point to launch something else. So whether it's finding something where they're signing up and then you're just waiting a certain amount of time um, or whether it's time bound and you're just happening at a certain cadence um, or whether the trigger is they're already in the system and they've done something else. Maybe they hit a page on your site. If you have a CRM that's that um, in tune to your customer base, um, whether whatever it is, um, if you can find it and you can find that trigger for it, you can make things happen as a result. So that's the really cool thing about email automation is there's really no limit. It's just finding the right triggers and times. Yeah, I believe right. also. Okay. So uh, for those of you who said Zach was going to happen three times in a row, uh, you now get an extra 100 Winjack points. Uh, so that's 300 Winjack points for everybody who's playing along. Uh, their choice of Topo Chico and LaCroix. And then Zach will then send you a personal uh, birthday message as well. So. Yep, exactly. If it'll so what send. were you saying? What were you saying? <laughs> if it'll send. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know what's exactly. happening. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> what's What's funny is I ju I just had them uh, switch out some hardware on, and I don't know if that's what's causing the problem or what. Um, but they just switched out some hardware just this week, so yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, anyway, anyway so, so the last the last piece. Uh, I was gonna, sorry. Uh, you know what you're gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say okay. another trigger base you can do is anybody that's not. Uh, active on your, your email list or your email platform, whatever it is, you can have a trigger to re re uh, reactivate them. Same thing yeah, with good. people who, who are active on your, uh, um, uh, in your uh, database. If they're super active, opening up your emails, clicking through things, that's your VIP. Like go ahead and give them offers. Uh, send some things where they can share and give them uh, codes or whatever. If they share this code, they get, uh, discount or I don't know whatever you want to do for your your business but uh, or your mm -hmm. podcast or whatever it looks like uh, the people who are most active are the ones that you want to to continue to continue to be active because uh, that's your that's your bread and butter um, and you can get more conversions out of them because they are active so mm -hmm. that's all I was gonna say yeah that you know those are really that was a really good point um, when you're looking for when you're looking for triggers inactivity can be a trigger. Right. So that's a, that re-engagement um, automation is a really cool idea. So like if your system can take a look and go, hey, has somebody been inactive for six months? Let's reactivate them. You know, it's like, hey, we haven't seen you around in a while. Like, why haven't you been on the site in six months? What the heck? Come back. You know, so right. uh, that's a great one. So we talked about what it is. We talked about uh, why you should do it. We talked about the different applications, whether it's trigger based or time bound or whatever. Um, so I think the next logical piece of it before we end is just talk about like, how the heck do I even get started? Right. So 
the biggest thing you're going to need is you're going to need some way to trigger it. So you're going to need something that triggers the automation and you're going to need something that like is sending the automation. Right. And so uh, the biggest thing that we talked about last week towards the end of the show. So you can go back and listen to that is we talked about different email providers. So we've already mentioned MailChimp once in the show. There's also uh, constant contact. Uh, that's one of the old standbys. They have gotten better within the last couple of years. Uh, they were pretty terrible for a while. MailChimp is very involved and can be a little bit difficult to kind of understand because they do so much because yeah. they're just, they're well, more than email now. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's, there's other ones. Uh, if you want to get started with something a little bit more simple, uh, check out Flowdesk. Um, yeah, their program is kind of cool because it doesn't have, um, it doesn't have a flexible pricing tier. It's one price, no matter how many people you have and no matter how many emails you send and is that same price forever. Uh, yeah, convert are very like straightforward to send. Yeah. Convert kits. Another good one too. That's kind of, they're kind of like the new kids on the block a little bit. Um, they've been around for a little while, but, um, they're producing a lot of good stuff out there. So, uh, those are some, yeah. those are some really good ones to choose from. Yeah. So pick your email provider and then you got to have something that's going to trigger it. So whether that is your, uh, whether that's something that's happening on your website or whether that is uh, when customer data enters your CRM or when it reaches a certain point or something happens inside your CRM, whatever that is, that's going to be need, need the thing that triggers it. Now, the cool part, the part that I get really jazzed about is the connectivity and what is making these triggers happen. So I would say the very first thing that I actually kind of really worked with was years ago, it was called IFTTT. And it says, if this, then that. Right, and it's still around, um, and it is a way to connect two endpoints that have no connectivity to begin with. Right, there's no like natural integration between the two, and f there's so much now uh, that allows you to do this. The big one that we use as a business, essentially daily, is uh, Zapier. Uh, so Zapier.com. I think you could probably get like a free account, and it would allow you to connect up. Uh, different things to an extent. So, for example, is it Zapier or Zapier? GIF, GIF. It's Zapier. Let's, let's hammer it out. Zapier. Zapier. You know, Topochico. <laughs> La Um Yeah. So uh, the really so let's talk through a basic scenario of like how you could do a basic automation to start with uh, if you're used to using say like Mailchimp or Constant Contact and you have um, uh, something on your site running or, yeah, so say, say somebody signs up on your site um, and they fill out a form on your site. Um, you can have that process of filling out a form. You go to Zapier, you say, you connect to your website through Zapier and say, hey, when somebody fills out this specific form, take that data, dump it into MailChimp and put the tag new customer on it in their list uh, tag that person with new customer, and then um, in Mailchimp you would have an and you would have an email automation set up ready to go that says anytime anybody ever enters my list with the tag new customer, they get they then for the next month are on a series of six emails, right? Yeah. So that's that's pretty much how it works. Now it's it's technical it's technical, but if you're anything like me, it's really fun to try and make these things work together because there's so many cool pieces of technology out in the world. 
and so little of it talks to each other organically because there's so many different uh, languages that people are developing in and, you know, computer languages. But um, uh, being able to connect all of it, it's pretty amazing. So um, that is just kind of one basic thing that you would be able to build out a welcome series. So like say somebody signs up on your site for something, they become a new customer, you tag them in the system, and then you have the emails built out in, uh, in MailChimp. Yeah. So, and there's lots of things that do that, right? There's Zapier, there's IFTTT. Uh, there's a new one I was trying recently called Integromat, um, Automate IO. Uh, if you're if you're using Zoho or any of their suite of products, you can use Zoho Flow. There's lots of stuff out there that'll accomplish what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're if you're looking to get started with this, there's a couple questions that are not a couple things you want to think through. Uh, first, you want to find out where you and your team spend the most time sending repetitive emails. Uh, mm -hmm. I worked at a company where we did an, uh, an audit of all the different departments and all the emails they were sending and broke them down because we were realizing that it was affecting so much of our, um, how many, our customers were getting so many emails throughout the day mm -hmm. uh, that just people quit listening. Uh, because of so many things that were happening. So go and see, trim the fat if you can. And if you can automate any of these things, go ahead and, and, and automate them as much as you can. The emails are already written. If you're already doing that, that they're already put together. It's just a matter of putting them in a series that flows well. And then the next thing I would say is think about what you're missing out on sending because you don't have the time or the manpower. Go ahead and think about... Um, what you could be doing, what you, what other things you could be offering, what other emails you could be sending, and then figure out if a way you can you can automate that. Um, I think the welcome series just, is really big there. The welcome series yeah, is a I, really great way to start because companies, if you're not if you're in that forty nine percent that's not doing this, I I would highly doubt there's anybody out there that is doing a a really robust welcome series that's going to increase conversions for whatever it is that you're trying to do, whether you're trying to get people to buy another tier on the course that you're selling, or if you're trying to get people to engage with you on another level, um, you're falling short because there's nobody out there that's manually sending out like a six part welcome series at a, at the same cadence every time, right? There's nobody doing that. So I think that's one of the biggest ways that you could start by once you get a customer, once you get a lead, you need to put them in some type of automated drip that is going to connect with them, and it's going to it's going to automate that that in, that uh, engagement process. Uh, lead nurturing mm -hmm. is big as well. Um, uh, there's a great there's a great kind of process for lead nurturing. Say, uh, so say you get a lead and uh, you talk to them, and you know they weren't either they weren't interested, um, or they just haven't made a sale yet, or they haven't uh, decided right. to buy your product yet, right? And you like you already sent them the quote, and they're just like sitting out there. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, it's just going to die on the vine because you're going to move on and focus on something that the person is engaged and they're they're as excited as you are about moving forward on this project. But there's a great lead nurture that you can do, and you can do this in your Gmail. Like you can build out an email and you can schedule it for a certain date. So say you send out a lead, uh, you Boomerang, send out a, right? A quote. Yeah, Boomerang will do it. And I think that's uh, there's some other stuff that you can uh, I think there's uh, a plugin that will help you build templates as well. And you can build like uh, templated emails all inside of your Gmail. And so say you send out a proposal 
and um, maybe you mark on your calendar, like, hey, follow up on Thursday. Um, well, instead of doing that, go ahead and build out your email automation and say have your first email goes out on Thursday, your second email goes out on Monday, and then your third email would go out like, you know, maybe like the next Thursday. And do it in as a lead nurture. So in uh, so where you're like it's two shares and an ask. So like, hey, I found this great article on our site. I think it's applicable to you. Check it out here. Um, mm -hmm. And then the second one would be uh, I was reviewing a great way to get started with your own website. And the biggest things that people think about are these things here. And these can be these can be like evergreen articles that you're linking people to that can apply to everybody, which is why it's great for automation. Because uh, that's another thing to think about is try not to be too specific with your automation. Make it personalized. So like include their name, include their information in it where possible. But try and use evergreen content. That way it can mm -hmm. be used for – we can use these automations for a long time to come. And then maybe on the third lead nurture, it's like, Hey, sent you the proposal. I'd love to be able to talk. Can I get some time on your calendar for tomorrow? You know, yeah. so you build these out. So as soon as you send that proposal out, you turn this automation on inside of your Gmail. You're like schedule, 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 and you're done. And you've done all of it really low tech all with inside of your Gmail. Like it's not, you're not having to go to your CRM. You're not having to go to MailChimp or anything like that. So there's the lots the of ways that, that you can, go ahead. The, the only problem with that is you're, you're going to have to, schedule it for specific people. So you can't do it in bulk. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas as email automations through some of these other platforms we're talking about, it'll just be in bulk. Um, yeah. So uh, that's, the, that's the only downside by going through just straight, straight through Gmail. However, if it's one of those things where you're not tech savvy, uh, Boomerang is a really good one. I think you mentioned the other one um, that would be beneficial and could be uh, another option to say, I can do something with the email automation. Right. Gotcha. Um, gosh, and I think that we've, I think we've covered a lot of getting started with email automation. You know, I, you could go on and on with this, but I think the biggest thing, uh, the biggest takeaways are to get yourself an email provider if you haven't already. Um, sign up for like a free account with like Zapier or one of these others, and then literally just sit down and try and look for ways to connect different pieces of your business that are not already connected because it's going to save you time. Like it's, it's crazy about, it's crazy the amount of productivity increase that you can have once you start to automate these things. And especially because most of, most people aren't doing any of this, right? They're not doing like any kind of email outreach or anything. They might be doing like a monthly newsletter, right? That's probably what most companies are doing at the most. Um, and when you think about it, you're like, oh, you know what, I could, I could totally automate this. And you are essentially passively engaging with your audience and it just makes it, you're going to increase sales. You're going to increase customer happiness. Uh, you're going to increase feedback. Well, which will then help your brand and then yeah. increase customer happiness all over again. So there's a lot of benefits to automating. It does take time to set up, right? It does take time to set up the automations and the triggers and the integrations. But at the end of the day, you will be spending less time and you will be reaping the benefits. So, yeah, I agree. Well, uh, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Uh, we apologize again for the technical difficulties. Not sure what was happening. 
uh, but we will make sure that it's taken care of next week so that way you guys have a better experience on this call. Uh, we do like uh, Thursdays. These are our fun times, and we uh, look forward to seeing you guys next week. Remember to join the community. You can uh, you can uh, text us at um, uh, 843. Is that right? 843-396-2104. I almost said 853, but that's not right. 843 um, but yeah, we want you to join the community. We have all kinds of, of awesome stuff that you guys can do um, as being a part of the Winjet community. So uh, tune in next week and we will continue the conversation. See you guys. This broadcast is brought to you by Winjet Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. <laughs> <laughs>